everyone, and welcome back to SHM Radio. This is HR from Happy Valley. We are team Momotaro coming at you with our daily HR podcast. My name is Jenna, and with me, I have Trin, Lucy, and Nee, and we are all so excited to be here with you today. So a little bit about me before we start. I'm from Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania, and I'm a junior in hospitality management here at Penn State. My main focus, as of right now, is event planning. So now for our other hosts. Thank you, Jenna. And hello, everyone. My name is Trin. I'm from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Currently, I'm a senior majoring in hospitality management with an interest in real estate. And that's why I see myself working in the sector of hospitality after I graduate. Thank you, Trin. I want to visit Ho Chi Minh City one day. My name is Lucy, and I'm from Gaja Island in Korea. I'm studying in hospitality management and looking forward to working at the hotel industry after graduation. Hello, uh, my name is Yuliang Ni. I'm from Tianjin, China, and uh, I'm a senior in hospitality management. I'd like to work at F&B restaurant after graduating. Okay, so now that you know a little bit about each of us, let's start our podcast. So our podcast today will bring you two segments. First, here's the buzz where we'll share some very interesting articles with you. Well, hopefully you find them interesting. And then followed by our hot topic segment where we'll debate a very relevant hot topic. Welcome to the segment of Here's the Buzz. We brought some articles to share with you today that are important, cool, worthy of caring about, and innovative. We hope you take away something interesting. And my name is Trent, and I'll be talking from the important desk. Hi again, everyone. <laughs> I will be talking from the Here's Something Fun desk. And I will be talking from the Here's Everyone Should Care About desk. I will be talking from Here's Something Innovative desk. All right, guys, let's get this news party started. <laughs> so the first article that I brought to you guys is Managing Mental Health and the Workforce, a New Role for HR Professionals, published by Debbie Brown on Forbes on June 16, 2021. According to a research in the article, 51% of the employees reported worse mental health at work since COVID-19 strikes, and 30% of them were scared to talk about it because they are afraid that they will be removed from the organization, which I think is really sad. But it reflects the current situation realistically, showing that employees' mental health should be taken care of more seriously, regardless of their positions in the company. Back then, what HR did was referring employees to resources that can help them mentally without checking back on them. I think that should be changed because uh, HR is about employees and we should be providing them a flexible and enjoyable working environment. So in the article, they give us three ways that business can do to help employees. The first thing to do is to assign a leader who is responsible for employees' well-being and manage mental health programs at workplace. And if the business is unable to provide employees with mental health resources, they should leverage available resources and find solutions to help employees. Managers, supervisors, or leaders in general are encouraged to reach out to employees and show them that you care. I believe that companies should be proactive in helping employees through the hard time. With that being said, developing a culture where employees can express their feelings freely and feel safe to talk about their problems would be great. Now, Jenna, I heard that you have something fun and cool to share with them, right? Thanks, Jen. Yes, I do. But before I get started, I just wanted to thank you for sharing that article with us today. 
because that does sound very important considering how relevant of a topic mental health is right now, especially after the pandemic that we are all going through. So let's get to it. Hi everyone, my name is Jenna, once again, and I will be talking to you from the Here's Something Fun and Cool desk. So everyone loves the weekend, right? Trey yes. and Lucy need, do you love the weekend? Of yeah. course. <laughs> I know I do. So how would you like a three-day weekend with just a four-day work week? Listen to this cool article I came across. So this article was posted on the Wall Street Journal and is titled, Is a Four-Day Week the Future of Work? Written by Patrick Thomas, posted on July 31st, 2021. So it starts off by talking about a chief executive named Aziz Hassan, who wants to reward his employees with a four-day work week for sticking around during the pandemic. His goal is to help his employees bounce their home and work life while also having time for themselves, which is something that I think everyone would love. If employees are only getting paid for four days a week instead of five, they will not be happy, many people are saying. Hassan responded, responded to this by, you won't learn until you do it, and said he plans to pay his employees for five days anyway. So something good about this is it's a great recruitment tactic because many new employees will be very attracted to this extra day off when looking for a job. It is also stated that it's better for smaller companies because it will be very hard to implement such a big change in a large company. And this has been brought up in the past, they mentioned, and it hasn't seemed to work, but Hassan seems determined to figure out every little detail in order to make this happen. Everyone loves the weekend, and if you can still get paid for having an extra day off, why would you not do it, in my opinion? So now I believe Lucy has something to share that everyone should probably care about. Go ahead, Lucy. Welcome to the section everyone should care about. Before I move on, I wanted to thank you, Jenna, for sharing the idea about Aziz Hassan trying to reward his employee with four days work week. That is so amazing, and I want to be his employee. I hope Aziz can accomplish his great goal on one day. Um, today's task is how to manage an employee who's been demoted. I brought the SHRM article by Roran Sipin, published on August 11, 2021. As a manager or leader, demoting the employee is very common and difficult situation. However, how to manage this situation will depend on your ability. When you can handle this situation correctly, you can be a great leader who can turn a demoted one into a better employee. Then, how to manage them correctly? First, the future leader should be able to distinguish between the pain of demotion resulting from a reorganization versus one resulting from performance issues. Second, emphasize with your employees so they don't get hurt by the relegation. This step is one of the steps to prevent them from retaliation, and this step also can be their turning point. Lastly, offer a path toward autonomy or advancement to demoted employees. It means a leader can give the employee control over the work environment and can help ease the pain. Just by taking care of the, them, like what I said, you can avoid conflict between the company and the employee, as well as provide an opportunity for them to develop into a better employee. For example, they can provide productive service that can satisfy customer even after they're being demoted. Now, what would you do if you are faced with this situation in the future? The following section will be Ilyangmi. Here's something innovative. Thanks, Lucy. Uh, manage demote employees is really what companies should care about. And uh, I brought something innovative. 
Due to the COVID, employees now have a hybrid working style. They have new thoughts about their work and they require different benefits. HR departments need to concern about employees' health and well-being during the pandemic. If their employees have a positive attitude and to work and formulate COVID-related policies to fit with the hybrid mode work situation. So I choose the article how employees' benefits may change in a hybrid workplace. It was written by Suman Bahayachan, but published on Wall Street Journal on August 14, 2021. It talks about new kinds of benefits that employees would like to have compared with those benefits that were important before a pandemic. For example, uh, on-site mails. The article lists six benefits that HR experts expect to have after COVID. First one is a flexible time off that employees can take when they need and fewer sick days, but more home leave days. Uh, work from anywhere periods and continuing stripping from home office and expanded discounted service for employees. And last one we benefit that will aim to translate in office perks for hybrid work environments. Uh, the most notable point in this article is the benefit of work from anywhere periods. After experiencing a year of working remotely, employees found themselves more comfortable working from home and companies also found it beneficial to them, especially for those young companies. For example, a London-based financial technology company this year increased allocated work from board time for its employees to a maximum of 60 days from 29 days in response to employee service. That is a very interesting point of view. I think since COVID-19 happened, all of us have changed our way of working for the best. Pre-COVID, we stay home, we couldn't do much, but now we can do so many things remotely, which I think is amazing. Yeah, Trin, I agree, especially with my article on switching to a four-day work week. We now realize that we don't necessarily have to be in the work office five days a week. COVID-19 definitely had and still has a huge impact on the workplace, and we're seeing changes constantly every single day. Yeah, I also agree with Jenna's article. Lots of companies have a hard time due to COVID, so I believe a four-day work week might help their employees and company a lot. Pandemic changes company a lot. It is necessary to change the way of management. Lucy's article is very useful for leaders in the companies about their way of management. Thank you everyone for listening to this segment of Here's the Buds. Next, we have our hot topic segment where we'll share one hot relevant topic to debate for you. Okay, everyone, so now for the hot topic of the day, tattoos in the workplace. So whether tattoos are appropriate or not in the workplace has been a discussion for years, especially because tattoos have become much more common among the population. The companies are faced with this decision on whether they should or should not allow their employees to show their tattoos in the workplace all of the time. Many people are also getting tattoos that are very meaningful to them. So this is just a constant debate. Trin, what do you think about the topic before we get started? I think that tattoos have been seen as taboos for an extensive time for many reasons. Because in the past, they were associated with gangs, bikers, and rebels. They are also associated with people who do not contribute anything to the society. 
However, nowadays the stereotype has gradually been disregarded because there are a lot of tattooed people working for big brands and they're succeeding in their own ways. Another interesting idea about this topic is that there is a clear contrast between the younger and older generation regarding this topic because young people tend to have more tattoos than the older generation and they're also more open about it. However, in HR, the older generation takes up a larger portion of the recruiter population. So I think it is very interesting to see how they would develop a common ground. Yes, that's very interesting. And I definitely agree with that. So now that we have a little background information, me and Lucy, why don't you go ahead and share your opinions on tattoos in the workplace? <clears throat> so uh, my side of this topic is that employees should hide their tattoos at workplace. Uh, physical appearance matters, and the bias that employers have against employees with visual tattoo is justified. And looking professional has always been the most important thing for employees' outfit at workplace, especially in hospitality industries. There are no benefits for employees to show their tattoos at work. When they first come to workplace as applicants, HR often have limited information about the job applicants which may prompt them to rely on these stereotypes. People also associate tattoo with rebellion, criminal activity, or gang membership. None of these other characteristics that companies would want. Uh, one reason I think tattoo are not appropriate is because physical appearance matters. When employees dress up to work, whether in uniform or business dress, they represent the company. Although different people have <clears throat> different personalities, workplaces are not placed to show their personalities. Tattoos are a way of self-expression, but they don't represent the profession. Physical appearance really <clears throat> matters when at work. A study released in July 2018 by professors at Colorado State and California State universities found that there are hiring and wage bias against people with almost any type of tattoo or body person. It means that companies would not prefer their employees to show their tattoos. Uh, I work at Riscoton this past summer. They all have very strict rule on employees' outfit. We must wear long sleeve shirt and pants to cover our body. Even in summer, Riscoton even limited the number of jewelries employees could have on them. Uh, tattoos are a way of self-expression, but they don't represent the profession. Thank you, Nick, for sharing your great opinion. I have different thoughts about tattoos in workplace. My take on this is employers should overcome their anti-tattoo bias and welcome it as a celebrated form of self-expression. Growing up, I've heard some issues or concerns about tattoos, especially having them in a workplace or any former place. However, I soon realized that tattoos are not a big issue in many areas. According to tattoo statistics from History of Tattoos, it shows that 36% of Americans between the age of 18 to 29 have at least one tattoo. Also, it shows 72% of adults have their tattoos hidden. It means most people have an, at least one tattoo on their body, and they now are more open about showing their tattoo compared to the past. It wasn't long ago before people's perceptions of tattoo changed, but it has changed rapidly. Businesses in the past used to think that people who have tattoos had productivity issues, problems with authority, 
and commitment problems. None of that exists in the workforce nowadays beyond what the average people experience already. I believe tattoo could represent profession. Therefore, I think the company overcome with anti-tattoo bias, so it allows a business to hire more talented people. Because there are many people who are talented with tattoo, and just because people have tattoo, their personal ability do not change. Also, they can also much professional in workforce, work areas. For example, Christine Kish. She is a Korean-born American chef known for winning the 10th season of Top Chef. She now opened her own restaurant named Aloe Gray by Christine Kish. And so many people love her food and she has tattoo or not. Um, if broadcasts have restriction on applicants tattoo, people might never see a great chef like Christine or any other talented people who are famous like all the celebrities. On TV, I could see how they are professional and talented and it met Made me tattoo is not a reason to make people seem not professional. <clears throat> You're right, Lucy. Uh, I agree that there are lots of talented people with tattoos. But as a company, uh, making customers enjoy the service and like the company's culture has always been the most important factor. So another reason employees should hide their tattoo is the customer preference. Tattoos have drawn stereotypes. Customers prefer employees who serve them are friendly, helpful, and polite. Tattoo cannot represent this. Tattoo will make customers uncomfortable and companies will lose revenue if something uncomfortable happens during service. Andrew Timing of the University of Western Australia in a 2016 study found that tattoo applicants were rated significantly less hireable for customer-facing jobs. A 2010 study also showed that customers perceive visible tattoos to be inappropriate in white-color professions but not in blue-colored ones. In my opinion, uh, tattoo should be hide in workplace because when people are working, uh, what they need to show to the companies, to, to the customers are their professions and good service, not what kind of people they are. Yes, me. But I think customer likes employees who have a tattoo these days because many people have changed their perception of tattoo in a better way. Also, according to the emoji site, it shows that a recent survey by Insight for Professionals found 520,600 business have modified their dress code to allow their workers to have a visible tattoos. It was not a surprise for me at all because I have tattoo on my body and most of my colleagues from work also have tattoos. There haven't been any issues between customer and employees at work. Additionally, when I worked at the restaurant, some customer even complimented as the meaning of my tattoo. Also, me and customer had good conversation about sharing each one's tattoo stories. If tattoos were the real problem, I could not work and also I couldn't have opportunity to be closer to customers. Yeah, thank you both so much for sharing your take on the topic. I can now see how this is such like still a relevant debate today. You both had some very good points. So I think Trin and I have some questions, right, Trin? Yeah. That the viewers might be wondering about as well. So Trin, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so the first question I have for me, I, I wonder if you think tattoos matter if one's profession does not involve customer contact? <clears throat> so I believe all the employees in the company will have a chance to meet with the customers. 
it is better to get ready. Also, uh, it is not fair for those employees that involve customers contact in the same company. I see. Okay, so Lucy, do you think that a recruiter will be able to know their interviewee's personality more through their tattoos? For example, asking about the meaning of their tattoo in an interview? Mm, I don't think recruiter will be able to know their interviewee's personality only through their tattoos. However, I believe they are able to know what their interviewee's hobbies or characteristics via their tattoo. For example, if they have love sports, they might put soccer ball or basketball tattoo on their arm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it's hard to see someone's overall personality, but maybe an interest or a small part of their life. Yeah, I agree with Jenna. And also me, in customer service, especially in hospitality, is it important? It is important to develop a personal connection with guests to create a unique and also a personalized service. And don't you think showing your personality through your tattoos can help them enhance customer service? So, okay, uh, there are many ways to build connections with customers. For example, uh, we can give out gifts based on customer's preference. Like I said before, tattoo have negative stereotypes. It is not a good way to build relationship with customers to tattoos. Oh, yeah, but I think I can relate with uh, Lucy's experience with her customer, like how she talked to her customer about the tattoo. So I think that... I agree. I think it's kind yeah. of, it could be a good conversation starter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Lucy, have you ever experienced criticism in the workplace because of your tattoos? No, I never experienced any criticism or discrimination in the workplace. Instead, I have great conversation about the meaning behind their tattoo and share the information about tattoo place or designs. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like I said before, I think it's a great conversation starter, you know, especially if the customer also has a tattoo. Yeah, I think that uh, maybe customers do not have a problem with tattoo, like in my experience, but uh, I had a problem with my employers regarding my tattoos previously, and like they were kind of judgy about it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I also, I think it just kind of depends on the person. Yeah, I think it is, uh, depends a lot on company culture. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Ni, I want to go off with the last question that I asked you. Do you think showing tattoos in hospitality industry would be more acceptable than in an industry where personal connection and customer contact is not as important? <clears throat> uh, there was a survey found that customers would be more acceptable for blue-collar workers with tattoos. But still, uh, I believe it is better to cover all the tattoos when employees meet with their customers. So, Lucy, um, have you ever been in an environment where you personally felt like you should cover your tattoos, like not your employer asking you to cover them? Mm, yes. I mean, when I work at the hotel restaurant in Korea, my general manager was visiting us and she did not say anything, but I felt I should have covered my tattoo. Yeah. Like you said before, <laughs> it's probably just like who you're around and just the culture right. and the atmosphere that you're in. Yeah. And um, so I have a quick question. Does your, does your opinion change when it comes to what the tattoo actually is? For example, if someone has an appropriate tattoo versus if someone has an inappropriate tattoo? Well, uh, I think all tattoos have their meanings and none of them is an inappropriate tattoo. 
However, uh, what the tattoo owners want to reflect might not be what customers understand about the tattoo. So in order to eliminate the misunderstanding, I think tattoos should be hidden. Yeah, that makes sense. I think um, just because you know the meaning of your tattoo, someone else may take it a different way. So it just depends overall. Um, so Lucy, do you think tattoos are more acceptable in the hospitality industry because of the customer contact and the personal connections that we create? Yes, I think tattoos are acceptable nowadays because, as I said before, by sharing information or the story behind the tattoo with customers, we can have a great conversation and get close to each other. And furthermore, that customer can be our lawyer customer. Yeah, I think that that also just goes back to what we said earlier, just how it's a conversation starter. It's just an easy way to connect with the customer. Yeah. So uh, what is the most memorable tattoos that you have seen on customers? Um, one tattoo that I still remember from customer was she had the name tattoo on her arm, but uh, if she flipped it over, I could see different name. And she told me one is her mom's name and one is her daughter's name. And they both passed away. And she told me that the reason why she put this tattoo was to remember them and remind happiness memories with them by watching her tattoo. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard touch. Oh, I think that's really touching. That and is really touching. It is also creative at the same time, mm-hmm. like how you can flip and then show different words. I also yeah. think that's a reason why this is such a big debate because it's really difficult to tell someone with such a meaningful tattoo that they have to cover it when they're at work. So. Yes. Okay, well, I think we can all agree that after hearing this debate today, there still is no clear answer on whether or not tattoos should be allowed to be shown in the workplace. Both debaters gave great points and facts, and I think overall, it really comes down to the work environment and the employer. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that trend? I definitely agree with you, Jenna. I think whether tattoos are appropriate or not depends on company's culture, especially in hospitality where where there are so many different brands within a company and they pursue a different brand image. So I think it kind of varies. So for example, with both Moxie Hotels and Ritz Carton are under Marriott, but Moxie has a more playful, modern image. So I think showing tattoos there is definitely fine and like they will be cool with it. But on the other hand, uh, you will always have to be well-groomed when working for Ritz Cartons because they go for a professional image. So covering your tattoos would be a better option, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree with that too. So in conclusion, the HR industry faces many different challenges each day, whether it's mental health in the workplace or deciding whether or not tattoos are appropriate. So because of this, I think it is very important to stay up to date on everything happening in the industry, which I hope is what this podcast helped you out with. The issues we covered in our podcast are really happening right now in the HR industry, and we hope they have been helpful to you to think deeply about these issues more and learn various uh, opinion from us that you could not think. I hope everyone likes our podcast. I agree that HR industry has many changes, especially during the pandemic. We have some latest articles about how companies change their ways after COVID. This could help if anyone is looking for solutions for COVID-related problems. That was an interesting and a thoughtful discussion, guys. But I think our time is up. Thank you guys for tuning in. And now you guys want to get coffee with me? Yes. yes. Are Thank you buying? <laughs>